All right, so I'm live on all my social media platforms. Like I said, guys, we're in the series Why I Go to Church. Why I Go to Church. And in this video, we're focusing on connecting with one another. So connecting with other believers, connecting with the church, connecting with the body of Christ. That's what we're focusing on right now for this video. So again, this is a series focusing in on 1 Corinthians 12, all the stuff I learned with 1 Corinthians 12. And let me tell you something, with 1 Corinthians 12, I never got so much for so many scripture verses. Like I have a lot of topical, topical sermons I could preach like just from this passage like it's ridiculous like i don't think i i ever had went through a chapter in the bible and i had the, these just this many messages to teach on but yeah guys like a few questions i want to ask you guys just to have a reference point for this video and where you so you know where i'm going at do you think you do not need the church that's the first question i want to ask do you think you don't need a church <laughs> second question is do you believe that you do not have to go to church do you believe that you do not have to go to church? All right. And third question, do you believe that you are better off without going to church? Hmm. All right. So with those questions, guys, I want you to know you can't do faith alone. This Jesus thing, you can't do it alone. God didn't make you to do it alone. What do you think the body of Christ means? Like, it's just a saying? Like Paul literally writes it a plethora of times in all of his epistles, multiple times, because this is it's his favorite way to interpret just how believers come together. Because that's what it's all about, believers coming together. What good is being a Christian if you're not a part of the body? Like what good is it to say you're a Christian and you don't ever do anything for the body? Like, are you kidding me? Like, what is what good is your hand? If it doesn't help you to feed the whole entire body, like literally, your does your hand feed itself? Does your hand take care of itself? Like your hand doesn't have a mouth that you can go into, like of, of itself. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the hand doesn't work for itself. It works for the betterment of the whole entire body. It benefits the whole entire body. You guys see what I'm saying? So, but yeah, guys, uh, sorry, my girlfriend threw me off with her comment on youtube um uh, my future wifey but yeah guys anyway so i want you guys to know uh church is not there for you that's the first point i want to make church is, is not there for you you should be there for the church like church <laughs> like guys so many people think that like you know churches should serve me like i'm not going to that church it doesn't give me what i need but it's not about what you need you know <laughs> it's not about what you want it's about serving the body and giving the body what it needs and what is church guys is church what is church a building is church just something you go to like no churches should be an everything everyday thing you should always be around other believers you know what i'm saying other believers are the church you see what i'm saying guys so church isn't about you it's about meeting people's needs it's about serving others it's about showing people jesus love through whatever spiritual gifts that you have and that's literally first corinthians 12. paul is literally breaking down all the spiritual gifts i'm pretty sure he didn't list every single one in the whole entire world because how many parts are there in the body like there's i heard that there's like seven thousand five hundred something parts just to make one human body yeah i think about that you got tissues you got blood vessels you got uh your flesh you got what you got different layers of flesh right or something like that and then you got bones then you got lungs and intestines it's, it's not just limited to one thing there's a lot of stuff 
inside your body to make your body. And if one thing's off, everything's off. You guys see what I'm saying? The whole body will be affected. So, like, yeah, guys, like, connecting with one another. Let's just stay on topic right now. So, like, guys, Psalms 133, verse 1, David talked about this. He says, how wonderful and pleasant it is when believers live together in harmony, right? So one one song I think about when it came to 1 Corinthians 12 is a song that was real popular when I was younger, and it's by Hezekiah Walker. And you probably know where I'm going at, especially if you're a Black like me, because you have, have experienced this at church a lot. Like one song that was real popular growing up was I Need You to Survive by Hezekiah Walker. Like we can't do life without other believers. And to say that you can is crazy, right? Like Paul talks about that with 1 Corinthians 12. I'm gonna read it. Verse, uh, let's do 15 through 17 and 21 through 25. So 15 through 17. If the foot shall say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? So the Corinthians has, there are some Corinthians in the Corinthian church who thought that, you know, their gifts weren't as good as other people's gifts. Like their gifts are lesser than other people's gifts and other people made them feel lesser than. They've made them feel insignificant, not valuable at all, and just a scum of the earth. That's how they made them feel. Other believers, guys, it'd be different if you did that to the world. But no, you made other believers feel like this? Oh, that's crazy. So the foot was saying, because I can't preach, because I can't perform miracles, because I can't speak in tongues, I'm useless. I'm just going to leave the body. Like, you're still a part of the body. Like, so what good is it when you leave the body? What What would it look like if your tongue just decided to walk away from your mouth? Would you be able to talk? Like, you would sound different. You wouldn't be able to function like that. Like, even if a little thing, like you're, if, imagine if I lost my big tooth, like one of my big teeth. You know how stupid I'll look just talking right now? Y'all make fun of me. You probably be distracted. When you pay attention to anything I have to say, you just be just watching the video, just laugh at me the whole entire time. Be a good time for you, you you monster. But anyway, <laughs> like guys, what good is it if one of the members of the body said, "I'm just gonna leave because I'm not a part of the body"? You're still a part of the body. You can't leave, guys. So guys, oh man, I'm gonna keep on going. And if the ear shall say, "Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body," is it therefore not of the body? See, Paul loves to be sarcastic. You guys see what I'm saying? First, we're in First Corinthians 12, verse 17 now. Uh, so if the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the smelling be? Man, that is so crazy, guys. So guys, man, we're the body of Christ. We're all different. That's why we all need each other. And one point I want to make, this is my favorite point for this, is like I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. Together we can do great things. You guys get that? That was like the most profound quote I've ever heard of my life. You, you hear that? I'm going to say it again. I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. Together, we can do great things. Guys, we can accomplish wonders when we work together. But when we don't work together, what can we accomplish? We can only go so far, as far as we can go. But as a body of Christ, oh, my gosh, the family of God. With the, the Holy Spirit manifesting himself in us, like verse 7 says in 1 Corinthians uh 12 like you just think this is a little matter we got the holy spirit manifesting himself in us like we got god himself manifesting himself in us you think that's just a minuscule thing like this is a little matter no it's not like he could manifest himself more in you 
the more you humble yourself, the more you work at your gift, the more you're faithful with what he has given you and you use what's in your hand, what do you think he's going to do? Like not give you more? Like you're just going to leave you with what you got? No, like you think I'm just going to stay teaching like this and that's it? Like, no, I get better the more I do it, the more I'm faithful with my calling. Same thing for you. The more you utilize your gift, the better you get. And the more he'll manifest himself through you because the more he can work through you, the more opportunities he'll get to work through you. So the more ways he'll get to use you, the more people you get exposed to. All that stuff. You guys see what I'm saying? Like It's a domino effect. It keeps on going. So guys, like connecting with one another. It's so important, man. So by yourself, you will not make it. You know, we will. We were not designed to do faith on our own. And we were created by God to live out our in our faith community as a body in the church like that is so crazy so we need one another and weak people united become strong that's what i was trying to go at weak people united become strong and when we embrace the gifts of one another you become stronger together a great example was i wish i would have got pencils for this but just imagine if i just if i just had one pencil man i got all close to the camera my bad just imagine if i had one pencil right you know how easy it is to break a pencil? This is a pen, all right? Just imagine it as a pencil, okay? I need you to picture it. I don't, I'm I'm not rich yet. I don't have a ministry. Like, come on. I don't have a church. So just work with me, okay? Like, look, just imagine this being a one little pencil. How easy, how easy is it to break one pencil? It's, it's a piece of cake, right? Now, imagine if I have 50 pencils. You know how hard it would be to break 50 pencils? Now, just imagine the number got bigger. 500 pencils. Can you break 500 pencils? Like, you may break two. You may break three. You're not going to break all 500 of them. Like, that's crazy. Heck no. It's going to be too hard. So, guys, that is so powerful. You guys get the, got the visual? That's what happens when believers come together. Like, a three-course strand is not easily broken. That's Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Did y'all see that? I just tore that off. Like, <laughs> Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, two are better than one because they have a good reward of their labor, Right? Then for if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not one, he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a three-four cord is not quickly broken. You guys see that? So, guys, man, when we come together, what do you think is going to happen when we come as believers? We're going to be distraught and destroyed? No, there's power in numbers. And that's what's crazy. Satan wants us to be divided. Satan wants little petty matters to divide us. And this is one petty matter that the Corinthians had. One petty matter that they had dividing them was some people felt like they were lesser than. Why did they feel lesser than? Because there's another group of people who had spiritual gifts and their spiritual gifts seemed as if they were better than other people because their spiritual gifts made them more famous, made them more renowned and more respected. And it was cooler. Like, come on. Like, if I could heal people from the dead, just imagine if I go up to the to a graveyard site and I just raised everybody from the dead. Like, just raised everybody, right, instantly. And then if I did it once, obviously people, and I had witnesses, Obviously, people will come over and say, hey, do it again. Go to this cemetery, and they'll get me on the news coverage. And then I'm just trying to raise the dead again on the news. Like, <laughs> I raised the dead on camera. What do you think is going to have my following? You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, like, <laughs> so some people saw those kind of spiritual gifts as cooler, better, and 
people who had those spiritual gifts felt more superior. And so Paul's talking about this next group in verse 21 through 25. He says, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. See, guys, everybody has a function. Everybody's important in the body of Christ. Everybody matters. Nobody's lesser than. And Paul's saying here, like, just because you you think you're better than people doesn't mean that you put them down. Doesn't mean you forsake them. We got to work together. We got to come together. Guys, we can't allow little carnal matters in this world to divide us. For example, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, Republicans, Democrats, that's all worldly stuff. Satan wants us to be divided, guys. It's about connecting with each other, working together in the body. Does your lung do the same thing as your heart? No. Does your lung criticize your heart for not doing the same thing? No. And when they do, what happens? The body dies. Because, guys, when one, when one, first of all, when all your body's doing the same thing and functioning in the same way, that's death. Did you know that? Like, when all your body parts stop, that means it's all in unison. Your body ceases to exist. But when your body's all functioning in different ways and doing things in, in variety and diversity, like and it's, everybody's functioning the way that they should function and doing what they should be doing, what happens to your body? You, It has life. It has blood flowing through. Everything's functioning the way that it should, just like the body of Christ should be doing. And this is Paul's example here. Like, guys, the, again, there's two group of people in the Corinthian culture, in the Corinthian church. And Paul's addressing both of them, but here in verse 21 through 25, he's talking about this group of people who thought that they were better, thought that they were superior, and they could be racist sometimes. You know, they can be discriminating as other people sometimes. They could be partial, so show, only showing people love and treating people with love who they think deserve it, and and and, and they think that, you know, they, they probably want something from you guys. See what I'm saying, guys? So, guys, man, like... We experience more of God when we work together, right? The more we're divided, the more we're not going to see God work. Like, does division bring honor to God? Does separating yourself from the church, from other believers, bring glory and honor to God? Like, guys, I want you guys to really think about that. If we're the body of Christ, what's the body supposed to be doing? What does it look like if any member of your body right now just left, you know, and said, screw you, body. I want to do what I want to do. Like if the eye said that to, if my eye said that to my mouth and my, and it says, my eye was like, man, I'm tired of you mouth. You know, God speaks through you and God uses you, but it doesn't use me that much. So the, my eyes decide to leave. I go blind. You know, my, my I need my eyes, right? Just like the body of Christ. We need every member. Every member is important. We can't see without our eyes. We can't hear without our ears. We can't talk without our mouths. We can't walk and get to places without our feet. Every member of the body is significant. And you know who's really significant? The members we don't see. The members behind closed doors. Our lungs. Our hearts. How many people say, man, I love my heart today. My heart look good. Like, no, your intestines don't are ugly and awful. And what should you do with members that are ugly and awful? Paul talks about that. So verse 22, nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Guys, those members which seem to be more ugly, more unattractive, lesser than, they're more necessary than the members that you approve of already, that you find attractive already, that you like. This is Paul's whole point. Like those members who you think have no significance at all has the most significance in the world, especially the guy. Whoo, man, we preaching now. So guys, 
where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. God's in the midst. That's Matthew 18, 20. That's what Jesus said, right? So you want to experience more of God, you got to be where the saints are. You got to be around the saints, man. You got to desire to be around the saints. And just not to desire to be around the saints. What does that say about you? What does that say about you? Mm, that's facts right there. Like, come on now. You don't know God. Come on. That's, you got to pray about that. That's really prideful to say, to be an eye and say, I want nothing to do with the body, nothing to do with the hand. And then you then you point out people too. I, have, I want nothing to do with you. You ain't a believer. No, and darn well, they're a believer. Come on, man. Get over yourself, you prideful, arrogant person. That sound like Satan to me. But anyways, when we gather together, the great reward for living in unity with others, we get to experience more of God. We get to see more of God. Why? Because like I said earlier, I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. But together we can do great things. So imagine if all the believers everywhere just humbled themselves and came together just for one purpose, to serve the Lord. See, I can't wait for that day. I can't wait for glory when all of us can just humble, just forget about ourselves. Forget about what we want. Forget about our agenda. And we can just come together and serve the Lord together and be in unison. I'm I'm learning. I'm yearning for that day. Like I can't stand just how like there's there's people who were a chaplain at my high school in my middle school and people I played football with, there are pastors now and they don't want anything to do with me. I don't know why. Like they never said one word to me since after high school. And I just want, I want fellowship with them. I know they're believers. I know it'd be different. If I didn't know. I know they're preaching for the Lord. I know, I know them. I knew them like they, they, and I know they got it off. They're off the chain now, but you know, but they don't want nothing to do with me. I can't stand division guys. And I pray you're a believer who can't just, uh, stand division at all either. Like we should all be connected with one another. So I pray you you have a local church and you have, even if you don't have a local church, you're with other believers in some kind of way connecting with each other just so you can experience more of God. Because guys, man, there's so many points I need to give to you guys, but nobody has all the spiritual gifts. Only Jesus did, right? So we're, we're still in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Only Jesus had all the, spirit, all the spiritual gifts. So that means if Jesus had all the spiritual gifts, do all believers have all, have all the spiritual gifts? Like nobody's Jesus, right? Nobody's God in the flesh right now. So nobody else has all the spiritual gifts. So in saying that, guys, that's why we all need each other. Because we're trying to be a, a complete unit, a complete body functioning effectively. You want to know why the church ain't reaching that many people for Christ? Because say, some people are lost, so lost, so prideful, so arrogant, so carnal-minded, so stupid, so fooled by the world and by Satan that they think they don't need the body of Christ. They think that they don't need other believers. They think that they can do this faith walk by themselves. And there's so many people that think that, that the body's not effective. It's not working the way that it should. And successful churches are like a whole entire unit, a whole entire body working together. Unsuccessful churches, just look at it. Unsuccessful churches, bro, they don't have all the bodies, members, all the members of the body at that church functioning in the way that they should. Right. You see what I learned from First Corinthians 12, guys. I'm tearing it up. Like this, this is crazy, man. So yeah, guys, like we must connect with one another uh genuinely to make sure we're yeah, we must connect with one another spiritually, guys, and on a spiritual level as a body of Christ to maximize our experience, experience with God and to be plugged into the church with one another. Like that's how we come together. Like so. Yeah, man. One of my points I had was connected with one of those shows our love for God and it shows how much we love God. And it shows the world God's love, you know? So like when we don't connect with one another, what does that say about us guys? Like just to 
say I don't want anything to do with that body member. I, I don't want anything to do with the other believer. Like, see, First Corinthians 12, Paul's talking about believers. He's talking about the church. So not the world. It's talking about the church. How you how do you treat other believers? And man, I'm about to tear it up. Verse 23. And those members of the body, which we think so is it's not members of the body that are lesser than is that we think that they're lesser than we think that we're better than them. So Paul's saying to these people, guys, which we think to be less honorable upon these people, we bestow more abundant honor. So guys, the people who you don't think deserve honor, who don't deserve your respect, those believers, those churches who you think are dumb and just wasting their time or whatever like that, we're supposed to bestow even more honor on them than we do anybody else. So that's what we do with our bodies, right? I don't go around just showing my private part everywhere. You know, woo, like I don't go around shirtless. You know what I'm saying? Even though I could, I don't. Because some parts of your body need to be covered. Why? Because to be, <laughs> to, to show comeliness, you know, to be more appealing to the eye, to be able to talk with people. You know what I'm saying, guys? So in saying all that, man, to other believers and, and to the body of Christ, man, we just have to bestow honor on each and every single body, right? Because why? Verse 25, that there should be no schism in the body, no division in the body. Guys, we shouldn't be divided. We shouldn't be separating ourselves from other believers. We should be coming together. Why? But that the members should have the same care for one another. Like, if we don't have the same care for one another, we'll be divided. You know, if we don't love, show love to other family members in the body, what does that say about us? First John 4, 20 talks about that. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? So, guys, if you don't love the people that's in front of you, but especially believers, what does that say about you? We're called to connect with one another, but if you're having a hard time connecting with other believers, what does that say about you? Shouldn't that come naturally, connecting with other believers? It'd be different if I said connecting with unbelievers, uh, people who are atheists and don't care for the Bible or anything like that. But I said connecting with other believers, guys. So, guys, we cannot grow closer to God if we ignore and forsake other believers, other brothers and sisters in Christ. What sense is that? You know, why go to church? Because you're connecting with other believers. And guys, church is bigger than just a building. It's a body, right? A body of believers coming together. So guys, we are to operate in connection, right? With one another. It speaks of what we think about God when we do this. So you think little of God when you don't connect with other believers, when you think that you're better than other believers, when you think and you don't bestow honor to other believers. What does that say about you? What do you think heaven's going to be like? You think heaven's going to be a place for you? Come on, guys. You see what I'm saying? How prideful are you going to be? How long are you going to live in pride? Humble yourself, man. So you want to experience more, than, more of God vertically? Just the cross. This is the cross. You ready for this? You want to experience more of God vertically? We must, uh, we must be more dynamically involved with one another horizontally. This is the cross. So guys, how you treat other people? <laughs> is a visible expression of not just the family of God and what heaven's going to be like, but our love for God. So horizontally, how's your horizontal doing? How's your horizontal doing with this world, with other believers? I'm not even talking about your enemies. Let's just focus on other believers. 
If it's off, what does that say about your vertical? You think you think you're gonna connect with God on a big grand level? No, he even said it like with the Sermon on the Mount. I think it's somewhere in Matthew. He said like, "Don't pray to me if you're, and don't think I'm gonna answer your prayer or reward you if you if a brother or sister has something against you. You go to them first. Ask for forgiveness from them first. Get right with them first. Then come to me. This is the Bible, guys. You think you can get a, get away from doing that? No, guys." Not at all. Like this is this is Christianity. It's bigger than what we think, guys. So you see what I'm saying? So man, this was first Corinthians 12. Let me finish reading. I ain't finished reading. So verse 23 again of first Corinthians chapter 12. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. Connect with one another, guys. And bestow honor on those that you don't want to bestow honor to. And we think God's gonna do for you. Because God does that, right? And our uncommonly parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. We have no need to show love for people that we already have love for. Like Jesus even said that. What good is it to love people who love us? The world does that. So what are believers supposed to do? Love their enemies? We're supposed to love our enemies. We're supposed to love those people who don't do us right. We're supposed to turn another cheek when somebody hits us. Give them our shirt when they already took everything from us. You know, so guys, we're called to love at all times. That's what Jesus did. So what do you think you're called to do? And this is talking with other believers. So what are you supposed to do with other believers? Those people who you find are unattractive, those people who don't have it together, those people who are sinners trying to be saved, trying to trying to serve the Lord, they're new to the faith walk. But like they're not, you know, you know how it is. People who are new to the faith walk, new to the church, like they come in a thong, steal the church, and you can see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just still exposed, still. We we still see un, uncomely, uncomely, unattractive parts, but we're supposed to cover it up. We're supposed to, you know, help them along the way. We're supposed to show even more abundant honor, even more love, guys, even more love. Ooh, this is crazy, man. You guys see this, man? Connecting with one another as believers. This is what we're called to do. This is why we go to church. Who needs love? Everybody. But the body of Christ, the people who are most unattractive to Christianity to this faith walk. Like Paul's whole agenda here is reaching people for Christ. His whole agenda, his whole mission in First Corinthians and really in all his epistles, he cares about reaching people for Christ, saving as many souls as possible. And in the process of doing that, you got to be willing to love people who you don't think deserves love. That's Paul's whole point in all his, all the book of First Corinthians. Like literally just show people love even when you don't want to. So this is the whole entire point, man. So verse 24, for our uncomely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. Like we literally cover up our private parts. We got to wash our private parts a certain way for men who are who are uh, not circumcised. We got to wash our part a certain way just to keep it clean. Like we got to take really good care. And then with our intestines, like, you can work out all you want. You can look good on the outside all you want, but you got to take care of your inside too. Your lungs and your heart, you can't just smoke cigarettes. There's consequences for that. You got to watch what you eat because there's consequences for eating just pizza all the time, every single day of your life with no fruit, especially for a black person. You got to eat fruit. Fruit's really important. It kills disease, like literally fruit. Like <laughs> So guys, like just not eating right and just consuming the wrong stuff can kill you off. It affects the whole entire body. It causes the body not to function in the 
at it. But same thing with God. You're not getting nourishment that you need spiritually from listening to sermons, from uh, just being with other believers and being edified to get motivated to serve the Lord, do what God calls you to do, to get to hear a message from God of hope, testimony about what you're going through to give you the thing that you need to persevere through what you're going through to give our faith in God through what you're going through. Like, this is why we come together. We have to connect with one another. You see where I'm going at here? This is why you go to church, guys. You see, ooh, we turn this up, man. Why do we come together, man? Because we have to bestow honor on each other, guys, especially if we're liking it, just like we do with our bodies. This is the past, guys. Like, how can you say you love God if you don't do this? You guys See what I'm saying? So again, I asked these questions at the very beginning of this video. I'll answer it for you guys. Do you think you do not need the church? You need the church, guys, in a plethora of ways. I didn't even name all of them, right? And said, so and the second question was, do you believe you do not have to go to church? And then, do you believe that you are better off without going to church? Paul literally covered that here. Like we need each other. We're a body. Just like that Hezekiah Walker song said, need you, you need me. We're all a part of God's family. Don't I sound like him when he was saying it in words before the choir song? So stand with me, agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is, it's in his word that every need will be supplied for we're all a part of God's body. I need you to survive. So guys, God's needs... Your needs can be met when you're just in the right place. And the right place to be is with other believers. So, yeah, guys, where are you going to find other believers? You can find them at your local church. You can find them, uh, <laughs> find them anywhere. But, yeah, it's just with other believers. So that's the whole entire point, guys. So well, what is the significance of going to church? I pray that the answer was that, answer, that question was answered for you through this video. So this is the second part of the video. My first video I did, I'm sharing my screen on my other social media platforms. I came out uh uh, Instagram page, but um, first video I did was uh, maybe the problem's you, you know. So y'all watch that video as well. But watch any video I did on this series. Uh, why you go to church? You'll see it on my uh, you upload past crossroads in a minute. I also have a podcast upload past crossroads, and then Sean Christopher Jenkins. I'm live on my Facebook and LinkedIn page. That's my Facebook and LinkedIn page, and then I'm live on Trouble Don't Last and my underscore day underscore Bible. My two Instagram pages. And then I also have a Twitter snap and TikTok, which is Trouble Don't Last as well. And, uh, oh, I like that one. We can't go to church. We are the church. That's right. And that's the whole part of the video. So my Twitter page, Trouble Don't Last as well. So y'all follow me on there. Yeah, I want to share these. I'm surprise you guys with this. But, yeah, this is my underscore day underscore and then Trouble Don't Last, my other Instagram page. But uh, these images right here, I posted this. December 2020, but in Christ, you guys get this. With the body of Christ, man, there's many members. Just like Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to go back to it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul really says in verse 14, verse 20, and verse 27, it all goes together. He talks about the whole entire body. His body is not one member, but many. People think that the body of Christ is about them. It's all about them. It's all about what they want to do. But it's the body. So it's not the body of Sean, the body of Ashley, the body of George King. It's not the body of anybody else. It's the body of Christ. So we do stuff for Christ, for Jesus. We don't do stuff to serve you. We don't do stuff for you. It's not about you. 
It's about Jesus, right? So get over yourself. That's all. Paul's whole entire point. Get over yourself. The people who think that their gifts are lesser than, get over yourself. The people who think that their gifts are better than others, get over yourself. You know what I'm saying? So the, for the body is not one member, but many. It's not about you. It's about all the members and serving everybody in the church, meeting everybody's needs. So get over yourself. It's the body of Christ. Man, this is crazy, guys. So there's so many members in the body. We all function in different ways. So don't expect a member in the body of Christ to function in the way that you do. It's about connecting with each other and working together. It's about making sure we're seeking other people's needs above our own. That's a scripture verse, guys. You see what I'm saying? Man, the Bible is so powerful. It's so amazing. I love it so much, man. So verse 20, but now are they many members, but one body? So even though we're many members, we all come together to do one thing, to glorify God and point every the whole world to Jesus. So no matter what, we're unifying ourselves, even though we're dividing on some matter. Some people think black lives matter over other people's lives. Some people think that. Some people think that uh, only black people are struggling right now. Right. And that's not true. Everybody has a struggle. Blue lives matter. Some people think only cops matter. America. No, like everybody has issues, everybody has problems, and we're called to meet everybody's needs. Everybody's you got you gotta see what I'm saying. As a body of Christ, we we think everybody matters more than ourselves. So get over yourself, man. Why? Because your body does that. When one member suffers, does that the whole entire body suffer? Guys, I have like a, a metal splinter on my middle finger, and I can't see I don't know where it is, and I keep on trying to find it to at it i can never get it off it's hidden so anytime i like rub on anything i can be rubbing on my hand be rubbing on my sweater if i just rub it on any surface i feel it like and my whole body's affected so now like the way i do anything i just i just hold up my middle finger like this to avoid hurting it like so my whole entire body has to succumb and meet my middle finger's need so my whole entire body's not in pain because why my my brain my whole entire body knows when same thing if you got shot or something you see what i'm saying so guys when one member suffers all of us suffers why because we're one body oh man i love the bible first corinthians 12 bro uh first corinthians 12 verse 27 now ye are the body of christ and members in particular mm, that's powerful because that's the king james other version says now ye are the body of christ and members individually so even though we're individual, even though we have our own lives to live, we come together and we're one body. So get over yourself again. Quit being so prideful. Quit thinking that only what matters to you is what's going to matter. Because why? We all have different functions. We're all different members. Some people are are uh, nurses helping out the disabled. Some people are uh, construction workers or planters or farmers. Like some people play the piano. I don't know what that image is. <laughs> but, you know, everybody has a different function. We got preachers. We got uh police officers we got i mean we got so many people man that are it, it, it's not limited now there's not only one function in the body but we all make the church right so guys here goes a quote you see this on my make sure you go follow me on instagram trouble don't last and my other instagram page my uh, underscore daily underscore bible and you'll see more posts like this man so this post is so beautiful like the church is not a building like somebody commented uh y'all follow uh bible man nc yeah this guy this guy's i've been seeing your comments man i appreciate you he he just said i like the guy yes king james version i like you too man appreciate it but yeah guys like um with this post right here so 
is an image of a whole entire church coming together to make well a whole entire people so different it's like 100 people making a church building right so there's people making a building right and the quote says god doesn't want you just to go to church god wants you to be his church so guys so many people think church is a building church is just something i go to church is you know you we got to go to church like no church you're the body of christ what does that mean that means you got to function as the body of christ should function which means you should reflect god's glory everywhere you go you should be the church literally be the church People should be able to look at you and say, hey, man, I want to go to church with you because literally they can have church with their wherever you are because you are the church. Right. So they should be feeling the spirit everywhere that they go when they're around you. You guys see what I'm saying? We should be the church. So that's why we connect with one another, because when two or three gather in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's the Bible. That's what Jesus said. Literally, guys connect with one another. It's so important. So why do you go to church? I pray that that question again was answered with this video. But again, I had another video I did and you can see it on my Upload Past Crossroads, but it's like but the other video I did was maybe the problem's you. You, you guys check that out. Like Pretty good video right here on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. A whole series going on, why I go to church and a whole series on First Corinthians 12. You can find my YouTube channel. So that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, because First Corinthians 12 just blessed me so much. So again, uh, me and my girlfriend trying to get married. So you want to help out with that? My demo, PayPal, and you can leave a donation for my ministry. Whatever you want to do, like whatever. Like I just always have to say that because I know some people want to be a blessing and give and find how they. And you guys pray for me. That's another thing I need. I need to give you guys more videos. I'm trying to utilize my spiritual just teaching, ministering, preaching. Uh, wisdom, all that stuff. I, God has blessed me too much to hold it in. I shouldn't be holding it. I shouldn't be holding it in, which is my next video. You guys be ready for that. It's going to be crazy. Way better than the other, other two videos, but I feel like these videos were pretty cool, too. And you're probably wondering why I'm bouncing the way I am. I'm on a bouncy ball. I'll be sitting on a bouncy ball uh, all day, every day. But anyways, guys, you guys have a good one. Uh, so, you know, go to all my social media platforms. It'll be in my descriptions on my pages. And uh, God bless, guys. Yeah, you guys, again, pray that do way video that gave me the time, the wisdom, the knowledge, just everything I need to just give you guys more content and more videos. And um yeah, just share everything he's bestowed and been telling me all the revelations he's been giving me. Because he gave me a lot, guys. Oh lot. And I'm tired of just when I'm gonna be I gotta I gotta share it, man. So yeah guys, you guys have a good one. Peace out.